Welcome to the Handle with Care podcast, a place where we discuss self-care, spirituality and everything in between. If you're new, make sure to check out the blog and follow the Instagram for all our weekly Moonday insights. I hope you enjoy this episode and please feel free to let me know. Namaste. Hello and welcome back to the Handle With Care podcast. It's been a spectacular month, my self-care witches. Thank you so much for your love and support and for your feedback, of course. And, of course, for tuning into this episode. Of course, of course. I can't say enough how much I appreciate your engagement. The content that I'm sharing is real, It is raw, multi-layered spirituality and definitely a more expansive view of self-care. So please, share. Share the self-care love. Share the hub, the guidance. If there's someone in your mind right this second that you think needs a little push to delve deeper into self-care, then send them my way. Send them to the Instagram at handlewithcare underscore blog. Send them to the blog at handlewithcare.site. Excuse me. Or send them right to this very episode because I am offering you guys and whatever friends you send my way a little witchy gift at the end of this episode. Ooh, ah, all in the name of autumn. Y'all know how much I love this season. it's basically going to be something just to help, you know, let that shit go that's been bothering you. So in this episode, I'm going to cover how we can self-care through the tarot. That is how tarot can be used as a form of self-care and how you can thread this practice into your self-care routine or rituals. There's a lot to get into here, so I might decide to make a part two of this episode about that threading of the tarot into your life, but we'll see how we go, okay? I don't like to put a time limit on it, but I do like to keep them, you know, in and around 30 minutes, enough time to get ready with me. (laughs) So first, coffee? No, let's have a little catch up. It's been a hot minute since Handle With Care started the Moon Magic posts in the beginning of October. And I'm wondering, you know, how you find this witchy, womb-orientated month. If you're new to Handle With Care, then welcome, bitch. You have some juicy, witchy self-care content to catch up on. We had some big insights and guidance shared on the Instagram story for the full moon in Aries that kicked us off at the beginning of the month. Still in my highlights. I hope it was as fun for you as it was for me. And we had our Bleeding with the Moon episode in the podcast, all about understanding the lunar energy when it comes to your period. Along with a little mini rant about the patriarchy, of course, because it's me. Did you like it? Have you listened yet? Let me know. Then we had a beautiful in-depth blog post about yoni steaming. That is like a facial but not for your face. (laughs) It's much more sacred, of course. It cleanses the womb space from stagnant energies of past lovers, or on a physical, biological lens, it does help with conditions like PCOS, hormonal imbalances, and endometriosis. 
That post included a step-by-step guide on how to yoni steam at home, along with your ultimate guide on what herbs to use. Would absolutely recommend checking that out and you can find that on the blog. Lastly, as of last week, last moon day, you had my best selection of Mercury retrograde memes because bitch, shit just got real. And I posted a really helpful snap of my journal on my actual page, giving you the do's and don'ts during this retrograde because yes, Mercury is back in full swing. And combined with Scorpio season, this means fire. So watch this space. This witch is spreading out her tarot deck like butter on frickin' toast. And that brings us to here. Now, we're going to talk about tarot for self-care. The tarot is a deck of 78 cards each with its own imagery and symbolism and story. And the 22 major arcana cards at the beginning of the deck represent life's karmic and spiritual lessons. So these are like the 22 big guys of the, of the whole deck. And then the 56 minor arcana cards kind of reflect the trials and tribulations that we would experience more on a daily basis. So I like to think about it like this. The tarot is kind of like a storybook or a picture book to your life as it is now. And it connects you to your inner wisdom, brings out your soul that is your higher self. So there are lessons and questions in every single tarot card. And when we consult the tarot, we are shown exactly what lessons we need to learn in our current life circumstance and what questions we need to ask ourselves. So for example, uh, the Nine of Swords keeps showing up for me recently. And in my deck, It's a woman wearing a nightie and she's lying dramatically in her boudoir at night. She is swooning from feeling overwhelmed and emotionally, physically drained. You know, woe is me, basically. This is the drama queen card. And even as I record this, I'm just thinking, well, shit, yeah. Yeah, that's just been me all week, hasn't it? Every night. (laughs) There's nine swords arranged on the wall above her head kind of like a cage fashion and it's blocking the window and this card is a reminder that negative thoughts are experienced in your head and they're not necessarily an accurate reflection of what is happening the swords usually they they talk about communication and ideas both that you hold in your hand that you bring out into the world or that you have in your head so all the suits mean different things you've got you know cups swords pentacles and wands but yeah the lesson with this card is about the karmic repercussions of poor judgment and negative mindsets and the question is about seeking help and creating change what will help shift this mindset 
what will break the cycle what is going to help you stop being overly dramatic what's going to help you pick up one of the freaking swords basically and start being proactive and stop being such a dramatic little bitch that's what that card says and creating a tarot spread is just like this holding up a mirror to yourself so that you can access your subconscious and kind of bring yourself out of your mind to look at your mind and and that's where the nine of swords was coming in for me you know this is what I was doing and this is what was happening but it took pulling that card to see it from almost like a third party perspective that I could really tap into the wisdom that lives with, within us all you know and the same will happen for you you'll tap into your inner wisdom and you'll find the answers the lessons that you need and you'll ask yourself the right questions so you see the tarot is perfect for self-care because it is self-development it can be used to help you make choices manifest goals coach others plan a project a business meditate you name it you just simply ask a question pull a card and dive into the imagery of that card for instant access to your inner wisdom and the answers you need. It's like instant freaking coffee. Instant spiritual freaking coffee. Just add hot water and you know, you are good to go. What's gonna come up? How, what energy are you gonna get? Are you gonna see? <laughs> There's no one right way of reading the cards. You come at it from a traditional litchy wins, <laughs> witchy lens, if you want. Total happened there. Or you can come at it from a spiritual lens, a psychoanalytical lens, etc., etc. Is Mercury in retrograde? Yes, it is. Okay. Let's see how this episode goes. Is it even going to be uploaded? Who knows? <laughs> Anyway, it's okay if you see something different in the cards to what your reader or your friends say the meaning is or what someone says online or in a book because you might just find a sign that has a big meaning for you and it might mean nothing for someone else. So for example, the moon symbolism is a big one for me as I'm sure you're aware from following the blog. If you have been, I like the moon. The moon is me, okay? <laughs> um, and it always freaking shows up for me when I'm feeling a little bit lost, disconnected from myself, and I really need to pay attention to my surroundings and my uniqueness. It's almost like a reminder to look for the light in all the darkness and focus on that. And sometimes it's okay to be the light, to be the moon. Because as uncomfortable as it is to stand out, sometimes you will be the light for others. Whereas the moon might mean something completely different for you. Similarly, tarot isn't so much about, you know, fortune telling, present telling, or it's not so much about reading these universal signs and just going with that. It's about going with your gut and your intuition. So no, you don't need to master every esoteric system involved with the tarot to interpret it or enjoy it. You 
don't need to be psychic either. You just need to relax. Light some freaking groovy incense. Maybe light up a candle. Chill out, zen out and have fun. Enjoy what it feels like to be connected to your soul, to that deep part of you. If you know anything about tarot already, chances are you've learned it from the giant that is the Biddy Tarot website. It is like the top of the top results on tarot, anything on Google. And the community itself was developed by Bridget Esselmont. There are some incredible resources and information on there. So I would recommend checking out Biddy Tarot. And, you know, there's modern meanings and interpretations on every single card in the deck. But within the Biddy Tarot website, Bridget lists three harmful myths about the tarot. And I'm kind of going to come at them now from a self-care lens. So one is that it predicts the future or determines your fate. Two is that it's it's just evil, an act from Satan himself. <laughs> and three, that you should never read your own cards. So that's all a lie, okay? Those, those are myths. They're called myths for a reason, okay? Listen to me. <laughs> Listen to the Biddy Tarot, and I want you to take on board this because real quick, when you understand these myths, you can understand how to use tarot for self-care going forward. So yeah, myth number one, that tarot is gonna tell your future. It just isn't, okay? That is a romanticized idea that I'm guessing was developed in Hollywood movies. And even for me, when I tell people I incorporate tarot in my self-care practice, they ask if I do readings to see the future. And I'm like, no, no, I'm not freaking Mystic Meg. I don't do that. <laughs> Only present you can determine your future, not the cards. However, I mean, with that being said, there are certainly tarot readers that will use the cards for prediction and looking at what might happen in the future. But predominantly, okay, the cards are actually used as a tool to help you help you where you are right now. If I'm using the future in any part of my reading, it's it's in a backwards way. So I'm not looking at what my future is going to bring. I'm looking at what might happen if I take on the advice and guidance from the spread. Another way of saying this would be, you know, it, it's kind of like manifesting. So for a particular card placement, you might ask, if this is my desired outcome, what do I need to do right now in order to achieve that outcome? Or what changes can I make right now? Because that's what self-care is. It's looking after yourself as you are right now in this moment. And sometimes you need a little help, whether it be from divine guidance that comes through the cards through your intuition, or simply just as a prompt to see things from a new perspective, to see things that may have otherwise been out of reach, out of your vision. The imagery of the cards, along with it being a mindful practice of its own, will inevitably take you down a notch from planet overthinking. 
because you are forced to relax and sit and meditate with the cards in relation to whatever the heck it is you're going through and to see what meanings and messages you can get for yourself, from yourself, from your higher self. So now maybe you have a bit better of an understanding on how tarot can be used for self-care, how it can be used for things like counselling, psychotherapy, because this is what drew me to tarot in the first place as a self-care witch, okay? I finished my degree in creative expressive therapies a couple of years ago. I specialized in art therapy and I could not believe the similarities between the tarot spreads and the sessions that I was offering clients within a mental health organization. Because ultimately you're seeing these images in the cards and you can work with those images to tap into your subconscious or again, that intuition and you you know you can learn a lot this can be a very revealing process and this is so important because this is exactly why it is not necessary to completely understand the traditional meanings of the cards or to know anything and everything there is to know about tarot it's more about what comes to mind throughout the spread and exploring that using the imagery to see what comes up for you and what you can find anyone and everyone will gain a little something from tarot and you don't need to do a freaking online course to get started you just need a deck (laughs) or you need a friend who has a deck Or you need someone who has a blog who records a podcast about tarot that has a deck. (laughs) So on that note, the tarot doesn't determine your fate either. If you've ever heard someone say that they're too scared to have their cards read because it might make something bad happen. Or what if it tells them that someone's going to die or that their relationship is going to die or something's going to end. You know, it's just not how it is. This is terribly upsetting (laughs) for anyone to think that laying out the tarot cards in front of them is creating their future rather than them creating their future. It's just not true. This is, it's kind of like a victim-like mentality that the future is completely out of your hands and what happens in your life happens to you rather than for you or because of you you know it's all about perception the tarot doesn't shape your future you do so when you see the cards around what might happen in the future let's for the sake of it talk about death the death card and relationships this might immediately freak you out a little You've asked about your relationship. You pull the death card. Oh, okay, death to my relationship. The tarot card is telling me my whole relationship is going to come to an end. Of course, you might think that. You might freak out. How else would you interpret it? The card itself is not the most joyous looking card, is it? It doesn't exactly scream marriage. (laughs) But like any card in the deck, that can just be misunderstood. The death does not always mean the end. In fact, death 
is a new beginning. It is a rebirth. It is about death to a particular problem, aspect, a cycle. So perhaps this death is death to a problem within the relationship. Perhaps this Perhaps this death is death to a negative cycle that's been happening within you when it comes to relationships. Or perhaps it is what you intuitively know to be true that is death to the relationship. But only you will know that. So here's the deal. If you believe that you shape your future, then you can see a card like that and you can say, okay, there is a possibility of death here and something needs to die. Is it the relationship or is it something that's happening within the relationship? And then we can pull another card, get some clarity and some guidance. And then, you know, you've got this beautiful window of opportunity where you can put in place actions that will ultimately shift your perspective and your path. And you can work towards your desired outcome, which is always going to be down to your own effort. Not the cards. Only you have the ability to make conscious decisions to create the outcome you want. But the tarot will serve as a guide to help you make those decisions. Drawing a card won't change your life, but it'll help you decide how you might. So now we know how that the tarot doesn't predict the future or determine your fate. You can use it as a form of self-care to find out what might happen if you stay on your current path, to find out what areas of your life need some more TLC, some loving attention, to bring up your vibe and raise your self-care up a notch. The more that we can understand what is happening right now, in the present time, the more power we have to really shape and warp our reality to how we want it to be. So yes, this is what the tarot is about. And in the wards of Biddy Tarot, it helps you achieve the kind of life that you most want to live, an empowered and enlightened life. I hope that's right. That's, I think that's what she says. <laughs> Something like that. Anyway, the next myth that we listed earlier on was that the tarot was evil. The power of Christ compels you. You'll go to hell if you read the tarot or you're a devil worshipper if you're consulting the tarot. And if that is so, then you can thank freaking Satan for this podcast. <laughs> but... But that's, that's, that's not the case, okay? I, I'm not a Satan worshipper, all right? Okay, I might be a witch, but I'm not that kind of witch. <laughs> this is often a result of people who are very religious. And firstly, I completely respect religion and religious beliefs. What makes me sad is that the tarot can be completely misunderstood through a religious lens. The tarot is simply a tool and how you use it is up to you, okay? If you believe in and worship the devil and you want to use the tarot as some form of black magic or black arts, I mean, I've never heard personally of it being done, but but that's up to you. But on the flip side, if you're into magical witchy goodness, things, mindfulness, 
yogi things or some creative ways to meditate even counsel coach people then you might use the tarot this way it's a positive tool and it can really be one of the most spiritual tools to use because it's so readily available to us in this modern society and it helps us connect with our intuition and the more time we have with the cards we really start to unpack the tarot as it relates to our subconscious our inner workings and it brings our attention to our higher self and through this we can self-care from a very very deep level And to me, that is spiritual and that is divine and that is absolutely fine. Side note on religion, okay, tarot actually has many religious roots and connection, mainly with uh, Judaism, Christianity, paganism, and then other religions as well. So just a quick little example, all right, is the lover's card from the Rider-Waite deck. This is the classic deck that was originally published in 1910, I think. But you will notice that it's a very close depiction of the Garden of Eden, which we know from the Bible. It is literally Adam and Eve with a freaking apple tree. There's a snake and a sun, an angel and all that good stuff. And so seeing these connections in the tarot cards to things like Christian symbolism and other religious symbolism... It does make you wonder where and when the divide happened and someone decided to label these cards as evil and not okay. Wherever it happened, whatever the truth is, you know, just know that the cards are absolutely not evil and thou shall not go to hell for reading a freaking tarot card, all right? (laughs) And then that brings us to the last myth and that was that you shouldn't read your own tarot cards or you know that you simply can't because you're not a professional you're not a psychic or you're new to the concept now while objective views and time-honored traditional insights are absolutely valuable they have their place but there's no reason why you cannot or should not read your own cards Whoever said you shouldn't was probably someone offering tarot for business, if you know what I mean, okay? (laughs) But I'm not sure where this belief actually started. And in any case, it literally makes no sense and contradicts all of the key concepts when it comes to using the tarot. Because reading your own cards is one of the best, most powerful ways to unearth deep meanings and enjoy tarot at the same time. Because when you think about it, When someone else is interpreting the cards for you, they are basically the middleman between you and the cards and your intuition. So Biddy Tarot actually describes this perfectly um, when you start to learn how to read the cards for yourself with a clear mind and an open heart. You start to get those intuitive messages directly downloaded to you. And because they're going directly to you and not through someone else, through the cards, through to you, it's stronger and you feel it at a deeper level. So that connection between you and the cards and your intuition becomes incredibly strong. And this is the way any good tarot reader should be. If, if you're a reader or you're getting a reading at all, 
there is always a conversation. A good tarot reader is always a conversationalist because just like any good counsellor would, they are asking you the right questions for you to gather meaning, for you to see the lessons, the questions and answers. They're not going to place meaning in things for your behalf. They're going to explore it with you. That's why a conversation needs to be had. So by using the tarot and reading the tarot cards for yourself, you are connecting with your inner wisdom and you are going to make guided conscious choices, which is a wonderful way of using the cards for anything and everything from self-care to spiritual enlightenment. So yeah, and for the record, if you are starting to read tarot, you are your best client, okay? It is one of the most insightful ways to learn more about who you are and what you're doing and where you're headed in this lifetime. And it is one of the best ways to just practice reading cards in general. Use it as a tool for self-connection. And within this form of self-care, you can make those conscious life choices from a place of good intent. And when you make mistakes or misinterpretations, expand from them. To read your own tarot with confidence, always set the intention to be open to your intuition and just see the cards as your guide. And in this way, you will really, really hear those messages and feel those gut feelings that are there to serve yourself. You just got to be open. So maybe it's about time to wind this episode down Uh, with a little recap okay creating a tarot spread is just like creating a little mini picture book that illustrates what the heck is currently going on in your life both internally and externally and laying out the cards will help you connect with your inner wisdom and feel a lot less of a person and a lot more of a soul that higher self okay There are lessons and questions within every single tarot card and these help us to expand and grow and broaden our vision. The tarot doesn't predict your future or determine your fate. You determine your fate with the actions that you take. The tarot is about as evil as a devilish cake. (laughs) It's used to enrich your connection with yourself and with the world around you as you know it in a very beautiful, spiritual and soulful way. A very powerful form of self-care on a deeper level. Reading your own cards is perfectly fine, just as it is also fine to have your cards read by a reader who knows what they're doing for you. When you do read your own cards, it can really enhance that connection with your intuition and you might just carry this connection into other parts of your life as well. So that's basically the episode, but I'm going to talk a little bit about one of my favorite things to do and that is to have tarot circles with my witchy friends, okay? This is one of the ways that I incorporate tarot into my self-care rituals and routines. I mean, usually it's a monthly thing. We'll all get together. Shout out to my Powerpuff gals if you're listening. You know who you are. (laughs) And I love this because we bring multiple decks into the circle and we get so many downloads as a collective. 
There's many ways to bring the tarot into your self-care routine and your life in general, but seeing as we're fairly into this episode, I think I'm going to save it for a part two. Does that sound good? Let me know. Anyway, I feel blessed on the daily to have found a solely witch tribe, but it took a long time. And if you're into this kind of thing, and perhaps that's what drew you to this episode in the first place, maybe you don't have such a magical community around you, I see you, and I feel you, and I get it. I want you to know that you are growing, and you are following your intuition, and when you do this, you are going to be led to some beautiful, wonderful, witchy places. So since you stopped off on your journey here at the Handle With Care Hub, I have a gift for you. (laughs) A beautiful single card spread. That's right. I'm offering my deck to you for a little enlightenment with whatever is confusing you right now. And I've never done this before. So through the ether, I've never, you know, offered a a tarot spread as such before, but I felt called to do it. And there we go, following that intuition. Have to practice what I preach, you know? So if you want to receive this gift, all you have to do is email me at handlewithcare underscore sj at gmail.com with subject self-care tarot spread and explain to me in a simple paragraph, what are you consulting the tarot about? Make sure to describe in detail your current headspace and a question that you have in mind. And what I'll do is I'll use this information to really unpack that and fine tune your question to consult my tarot deck and see what card or cards, if it happens, comes up for you. Okay, so I look forward to checking my inbox. If you don't use email for any reason. I mean, I'm not against you sliding into me DMs on the Instagram, that good old Instagram. (laughs) Love and light for the cycle ahead. Keep looking up, keep tapping in, and remember to always, always handle with care. Just when you think the podcast is finished, she is back. (laughs) real talk mercury retrograde if you want to receive your free gift please email the correct email address which is not the one that i just gave you (laughs) the email is handlewithcare.sj at gmail.com no underscore no in between it is just dot once again thank you so much for listening